What do we do without real football this weekend? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. This is the first weekend since August where we don't actually have competitive real football to watch. The first weekend since August. It is this damn Super Bowl in between week. And folks, we got to get back to doing real life stuff. Ugh. Ken Levick alive Friday here on ESPN 106. Three Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights here until 2 o'clock. He's the man in charge. I just talk. And John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the warm and finally Florida Intracoastal. So my football started this season all the way back the final weekend of August when Florida Atlantic went to Gainesville to take on Florida. I'm the voice of FAU, called that game, and from that point on, it's been college football, college football, college football, then NFL, NFL, college football, NFL, college football, college football ended, NFL playoffs, and now here we are with this terrible, terrible in-between weekend We need two weeks, apparently, between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So it's annoying in and of itself that you've got to wait two weeks for the game to actually be played. I think it's unnecessary, but there are a lot of people with a lot of money who make a lot of decisions who think that important decisions and have a lot of influence, and again, money, 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 that think that there should be two weeks between. So fine, there's two weeks between. But Stone, that also presents a problem because this means that unless you're one of the sorry, sorry people that watch the Pro Bowl, and we've decided that, one, the Pro Bowl sucks, but two, the Pro Bowl especially sucks when Mac Jones is allowed to play in the Pro Bowl, that there's no real football on this weekend. A few things, though. The dodgeball was awesome last night. Okay, but that's not this weekend, and you're really, really stretching here. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm all for dodgeball. I'm all for throwing footballs through holes while defensive backs try to intercept it. I'm all, through St- I'm all over Stephon Diggs catching passes while launching himself through a table, but that's not football, Stone. Like, that's, that's just play acting. That's just... That's not even uh, that, that's not even sort of wetting the appetite. That's just like eh, whatever. Fine, good. That was that was an hour of my life that I won't get back. There's no hitting, there's no touchdowns, right. there's no competing for something. There's not even any terrible studio show. It's just fake football with Mac Jones playing. And then my other point, be grateful, man. We got curling, we got bobsledding. <laughs> And we got some <laughs> Olympic hockey. Right. I, I, I actually tuned into the Russians women hockey game last night. The, who were they playing? Sweden. Russian, Sweden, women's hockey. Is yeah, against stuff. Russia. This is my point. We are in a sad state <laughs> of affairs right now. Okay, I didn't know until yesterday the Olympics were actually starting yesterday. I saw the opening ceremonies this morning. With nobody in the stands. Nobody there. 
Stone watched Russia and Sweden women's hockey last night. Who won, by the way? Russia. Russia. 5-2. Mother Russia. Uh, but that, that, that's case in point. <laughs> this is bad. Because we're heading into the NBA All-Star break soon. And uh, we are still, though, not at a spot yet where we're hyperventilating over the NBA. Baseball might never get started. Oh, we'll meet again next week. No rush, guys. No rush. Spring training wasn't supposed to start like, oh, I don't know, two weeks from now. No rush. Maybe, maybe, yeah, just, just keep talking. Keep, maybe meet next week. Maybe you guys can, uh, can go to Starbucks in, in a month and maybe iron out a deal. No rush, though, guys, okay? So we don't have that. Uh, and uh, we like we know we're addicted to football. This country is addicted to football. This area is addicted to football. No doubt. And there's no football. I'm not doing the Pro Bowl. Okay. I saw quarterbacks throwing balls through holes last night. <clears throat> I saw Stephon Diggs launching himself through tables last night. Fine. Great. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to do. Go ahead and tell the people I don't what know you what got to do. going on All this right, so, But here's, here's, here's my question is what are people actually doing with no football this weekend? What are people actually doing? Me? I'm an idiot. Want to know what I'm doing? I decided I'm going to run a marathon. That's right. I'm running the Miami Marathon 26.2 miles on Sunday. 26.2 miles. You know what I said to myself back in October? I'm like, you know what? I'm actually... Uh, I'm actually foreseeing myself being miserable, sitting around the house. I don't really want to be watching Polly Pocket all weekend. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to end up running a marathon. I'll take four hours out of my Sunday and punish my body beyond belief because there's no football. That's what I'm doing. Okay? So that's what I'm doing. I'm running a marathon. That's not normal, Stone. That's actually... um, that that is that is abnormal behavior. It's psychotic. It is psychotic. <laughs> yes, the one weekend that there's no football since August, I've decided that I'm going to run 26 miles in one fell swoop. That is uh, that is you're right. That is psychotic behavior. Speaking of the marathon, I got somebody here for you. Actually, what's up, Dane? What up, Ken? What up, Ken? I heard you running a marathon, boy. That's right, Dino. How are you, buddy? Man, I'm good, man. I heard you out there trying to get your David Goggins on. More like David Floggins. <laughs> uh, um, uh, hey, listen. Yeah. No, it's 26 miles. What I want you to do is I want you to start heading towards the ocean and run 26 miles and don't stop until you get to 26 miles. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that's a plan. I'll actually, I won't even wait till Sunday. Right after the show, I'm just going to run right into the ocean, okay? That's exactly what we want. So uh, I need you, I know that you're a disciple of David Goggins. Anybody who doesn't know, David Goggins is the biggest badass on the planet. This is a guy who had never run any sort of distance race. He's a former Marine, right, Dean? Yeah. Or he's a Navy SEAL. Marine, so. Navy, well, right. Navy, 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 Navy SEAL and Army Ranger. Got it, got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, uh, he decided in honor of one of his fallen, uh, his fallen friends that he was going to run an ultra marathon. He had never done anything like that before. It was 50 miles, I believe, and he ran it. And he broke both of his ankles and still finished. And he's like the the most inspiring, motivational speaker on the planet. A little R-rated. But that guy, if you're feeling down, you listen to him speak for three minutes and you're going to be ready to go. You're going to be ready to to attempt a marathon, even if you're a 400-pound slob, you know? Uh, so give me your... Uh, which, you, which you used to be. Which I, I used and to I'm be. proud of you, Ken. 
be, I'm proud of you because nowadays you're in good shape. You look fit because I remember back in the day, you used to be sitting down and your stomach was hanging over <laughs> your pants like a, your little muffin top. Oh. But I'm proud of you. Listen, <laughs> go out and run your marathon. Uh, and all I want to say is one last thing. If you, you know, have an accident on yourself, just keep running. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't stop. All right. All right. And you are the man. Peace. All right, Dean. I appreciate you. Dean's Dean's uh, advice for me, Stone. If I if I go to the bathroom on myself during the marathon, just keep going. Someone needs to be there with a the camera because you send that to David <laughs> Goggins. Oh, and, he would be proud. He, he'll repost that. I don't care if you crap down yourself. Keep going. Yeah, just that would be David Goggins. Of you behind you leaving a trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God, man. You know what is uh, so so? God's honest truth, Stone. I am not making this up. That stuff happens. Like people, absolutely. You know that that running that that loosens up your your colonic area. I didn't know. Um, and there are some people that obviously, you know, they can handle it better than others. Some just can't. It's it's and not it's not wholly uncommon for someone to lose their faculties while running and try to keep going. So let me ask. It, it probably has something to do with their time. If they're ahead of the schedule, they're like, I have no time to stop. Like, does that, that probably plays into it. Well, but you could argue that if they think they're, they're going to be able to take care of business uh, quickly and get back on the course, then playing from ahead is probably a good spot. It all depends. It depends, uh, it, it, honestly, and I, I don't want to like dig into the, uh, the, 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 the mechanics of running a marathon, but a lot of it is just mental. You feel like you got to go to the bathroom, try and push through it. If you can't push through it anymore, find a way to take care of business, keep going, keep moving tunnel vision keep yourself focused in keep your head up don't start staring at the ground don't start staring at your feet it's all mental stuff if you had to put a number on it percentage wise running 26.2 miles how much of it is mental and how much of it is physical uh 70 30 maybe 75 25 seems accurate yeah Uh, i mean your legs can keep moving unless you cramp up and that's going to be hard to do it's going to be it's going to be nice it's going to be warm enough where you shouldn't be cramping up uh, during this marathon, it's honestly just going to be it, it stay focused. You feel tired, push through. You're going to have moments where you feel like you're on a little bit of a high. You're going to feel like uh, there's moments you're going to want to quit. I know all of these things going in, and you just keep pushing through it. But the bigger point is I've decided to run a marathon on the one week, and I don't have football since August. What the hell are you people doing? Are are you going to spend time with family? Has this been a thing where now you're finally going to be suckered into going to Disney World? Or you're going to be suckered into heading to Legoland? Or is this, uh, hey, sorry, you haven't been to church all fall. You're going to have to go, uh, go, go, go pray to the Lord this weekend because there's no football. There's no excuse. What are all of you people doing this weekend without football? I'm a dumbass and decided I'm going to run 26 miles. What are you people doing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at the show, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Also, if you have any words of advice, uh, like Dean did for my marathon on Sunday, the Miami Marathon, he said, uh, he said, if you go to the bathroom on yourself, just keep going. Inspiring. Thank you, Dean. Hey, Theo, you got any advice for Ken? You know, usually 
I'm the type. Usually I'm the type to say negative things, but I'm going to be encouraging. Okay. I don't think necessarily, Ken, that you're going to win it. But what I do think you can do. I'm not winning it. First, as soon as they shoot that gun, as soon as y'all start, you take off running as fast as you can. You can be in front of the pack. All of the pictures will have you leading the crowd. <laughs> That'll be awesome. You get on the front page. <laughs> you're on the front page because everybody's taking photos in the beginning. You look like you're going to win the thing. And then nobody cares how you no, finish. I mean, who's really sticking around for 26.2 miles? That's not a terrible idea. Theo Dorsey, by the way, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, joins us Monday and Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, so, so you think when the gun goes off at 6.15, and it's going to be right in front of um, FTX Arena, right in front of uh, the, the oh, Arena. Yeah. So the, 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 the photo op is going to be really elite. So it'll be me out in front of everybody. I just take off sprinting right out of the gate. And there are going to be people, because don't forget, <laughs> I'm going to be surrounded by people that like live in this marathon world. They're going to be like, what in the hell is that idiot doing? <laughs> but you're right. If I can get fleeting moments of the lead, that probably is something I can brag about to some people if there's photo evidence of that. I would say that's better than even like just finishing it. If you get <laughs> out front photos in front of FTX, you can post that on Instagram and tell people whatever. Nobody's going to be waiting at that finish line to know what happened at bro, the end. But bro. we'll all see the pictures of the beginning. I tell you what, you know, that is a great idea. Uh, I appreciate you. I, if that happens, I'm going to, I will text you Sunday the photo of me <laughs> in the lead of the Miami Marathon for the six seconds I hold it, okay? Hey, man, I'm looking forward to it. Good luck. Uh, don't hurt yourself and just make sure you finish. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Theo Dorsey again joins us Monday, Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. Ken, we got more advice rolling in, man. Okay, who we got? What's up, Tina? It's Tina Home Team. Uh, hi, t- hi, Tina. Why are, you, why, why, what are you, why are you so spry? What is happening? <laughs> well, first off, I am so pumped for you because you're running this marathon on mm-hmm. Sunday, and I know you're going to kill it, and I've already got a gift for you. If you finish the race under four hours and 30 minutes, I've got a pair of Crocs for you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so here's and my dilemma. I got some, I got some gibbets already. Uh-huh. It's going to say, run, can run. <laughs> There's going to be a radio mic. There's going to be sneakers. Oh, my God. So, so here's the dilemma I'm in. Uh, we know that Crocs suck. Now, I'm, I'm talking to right now, I'm looking at one of them and, and talking to the other, the two biggest Croc fans on the planet. Five-year-old. Five-year-old. Oh, yeah, and you got to put Crocs. them. You could run the marathon in them in the four-wheel drive. <laughs> if I put four. So, by the way, by the way, and, and what we learned, Crocs, when you put the, 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 strap. the strap on the back of your heel, that's called four-wheel drive, which makes me hate Crocs even more. Now, my dilemma is that I, I want nothing to do with Crocs, but I do appreciate the gesture, and I think that's very nice and sweet of you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I feel like, so I'll put it this way. Something has gone catastrophically wrong if I don't finish the marathon in under 4.30. I appreciate you not getting it I under kn- 4. I know. Well, I, that's why I knew you would finish it under that time. So no matter what, you had to accept my Crocs as a gift. <laughs> accept my Crocs. Okay, Tina, I appreciate it. And I will accept your Crocs uh, if I do reach the goal that you have set for me. And I appreciate you inspiring me, even if it's with the worst possible incentive on the planet. And then I need you to do one more thing. Yeah, sure. We're going to say my Tina Home Team line. Let's do this on three, okay? Because okay. you're going to kill it. Oh, my God. All right, One, all right. two, three. 
Let's do this. All right. Thank you. I'm glad we did that. I Thank you, Tina. I appreciate it. I hope she trademarks that, by the way, um, because I don't want to get it. want her to get it stolen. And I don't want that to uh, to, to end up putting her in uh, financial. What if, especially with her getting married in like two weeks? What are you doing this weekend? What are you people doing this weekend? Do you have to spend time with your family? Do you have to spend time with your kids? Are you building something? This is the great thing about me having an open non-football weekend is I don't know how to build anything. I'm the least handy person on the planet, which is why I have to resort to punishing myself like this. I think it's self-loathing. That's why I'm doing this to myself. It's because there's no football. I need to put myself in a physically uncomfortable spot. Instead of watching the Dolphins, which makes me physically ill, I'm going to run 26 miles and make myself physically ill. Also, if you're watching the Pro Bowl, why? For the small amount of you that are going to actually be tuning into the Pro Bowl, I need to know why. What are you doing this weekend without any sort of real football? And if you are watching the Pro Bowl, why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at the show, at KLV1063. Ken Levick Alive, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. If you get an MBA in sport management, you are running out ahead of the pack, like I'm going to do for six seconds per Theo Dorsey so I can get a photo of me leading the Miami Marathon for all of three seconds on Sunday. It is the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They have been doing it for 22 years. Dr. Jim Reardon, he is in charge. He has that thing humming. That thing is rolling. It is one of the finest sport management programs in the entire world. Forget just the U.S. Forget just the state of Florida. We're talking about the world, number 19 on the planet, according to Sport Business. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for summer semester and fall semester classes now. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Find your path into the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. What are you doing this weekend with no football? There's no championship games, there's no Dolphins, there's no Super Bowl until next week. It's all going to be Brian Flores' lawsuit, Brian Flores' lawsuit, Brian Flores' lawsuit. What are you doing this weekend in the absence of football? What are your plans? Because, folks, we're in this together. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Alongside Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. What are you guys doing this weekend? Again, it's just the Pro Bowl. It is just the Pro Bowl. Now, I would expect a meatball like Stone. I, I, I know Friday Night Lights is probably, he's going to say, ah, Pro Bowl doesn't do it for me, Mac Jones, but you're definitely going to be keeping an eye on it. You're at least going to give it like five or six minutes, a little bit of a pop because you can't help yourself, right? Yeah, or like take the over in the game. Just hoping for points and touchdowns. So I didn't even take this into account, degenerate time. But here's the thing. In a game where nobody's trying, don't isn't it sort of dicey to be throwing your money out there? I'll take the under if you want me to. <laughs> I don't want you to do anything. I'd like you to keep your money. Are you really going to gamble on the Pro Bowl? I swear to God I won't. Yeah, right. You're, yeah, I know. You just winked at me. Yeah. 
There's, you absolutely are. Wait, so how much money is Stone Labanowitz allowing himself to open up here for, for the Pro Bowl? What are the plays? What are your Pro Bowl plays? What is your bright line, fine line? Your bright line, fine line Pro Bowl plays here. Talk to me. Who's the favorite? How do they even determine that? Why are they determining that? What are you doing? The AFC's the favorite, and it's always around the one, two, and three point line. Um, so, I don't know, a player prop. Whoever looks the best in warm ups, whoever's wearing the best outfit. <laughs> I'll take the over in receiving yards, the over in rushing yards. Can't go passing touchdowns because who knows who's going to stay in the game. Uh-huh. Maybe just for you, to be honest, yeah. I'll go Mac Jones for a touchdown <laughs> pass. So the yeah, the money line is uh, the AFC. Yeah, the AFC is the favorite minus one ten total sixty one and a half over oh. under sixty one and a half. Uh, you're taking the under on that, right? I, I guess I'll take the under. I don't know, man. That's a lot of points. I don't. That's I mean, a lot of points for the Pro Bowl. It is. But are they... Mm, see, I don't know. I don't know. Are they... Wh- the, is there less defense or less offense? It's a great question. <sighs> I can't believe you're putting money on this. <laughs> you, that, see, that makes me, that makes me squeamish. Because like, this is the type of thing... Do you bet on preseason basketball? No, absolutely not. But to our point, how else are we going to watch the game? I gotta be rooting for some guy out there running routes. <laughs> oh no, you are you are a total mess. So the Pro Bowls this weekend, I, I can't do it, especially with Mac Jones involved. No, no, no game, no Pro Bowl game with Mac Jones involved. Am I getting myself involved in? Um, but what are you people doing? Like, what do you do on Sunday? I heard a couple of people tell me that, oh, yeah, you know, I gotta go to church with the family. Is that really a great way to say though that you're going to church? Like, uh. I, I got to go to church with the family. Isn't church supposed to be something wholesome? Isn't it supposed to be something where you're either A, repenting, or B, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're uh, giving, <laughs> giving prompts to Jesus? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been to church in an awful long time. You should, what I'm saying is that you can't just dismiss church as like, if you're going to go, as, oh, I got to go to church. I don't think church works like that i don't think that's good i don't think the people the 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 higher power looks at that and 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 favorably smiles upon that if you're like ugh, gotta go to church i do know that my lawn needs to be cut and guess what's not going to be happening this weekend my lawn being cut that isn't happening this weekend Uh uh-uh because i got the marathon on sunday and you know that there is always like a certain length of grass that it's got to pass before you decide that you're actually going to mow the lawn. And it makes the job uh, inexplicably longer. It takes probably an hour and a half longer because you always let the grass get past a certain point. Because I'm not going to hire anybody to do it. I don't make that much money, A. And B, I still have some what they call man pride stone. Mm. So I cut my own grass. And I don't have a bit. So here's the thing. My lawn, too. Just it's just on that border of like maybe I could consider like a riding mower, but it's not quite there. Okay, like there'd be a little too tight in some areas in my lawn, so I still use the the regular push mower. I love it, but I let the grass get past a certain point, and then I have to you inevitably have to rebag because you've let it get past that certain point, and it takes you longer. And then there's the edging. So I'm not doing that this weekend. My wife tried. She tried to bring it up, and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe next weekend. So that means when I do it next weekend, it's going to be so long that it's going to take forever. I'm going to hate myself. I mean, it's easier to cut when it's, when it's taller, probably. But speaking of the marathon, I got some audio here for you. Okay. The more good luck wishes. Guess who? Who? Good luck, Papa. Have fun at your race. 
Oh, man, that was awesome. Those are the Levicka kiddos. Those are actually my kids? I swear. Oh, that's awesome. That's Addie and uh, Addie and Leah. Appreciate you guys. And also, we got Chris. We got Chris here. Your man, Chris. Chris Bartels, what's going what's on? up, man? Bartels, what's up, brother? Dude, happy birthday, bro. <laughs> happy birthday, man. I know, uh, I know you're two days away from your marathon. Listen, that riding lawnmower, it'll do you wonders. I'm actually in the market for one myself. Yeah. Um, but you keep putting it off. I've been doing that for the past seven weeks, man. So uh, it's about time this week is going to happen for me. But, dude, I appreciate you. I love you, man. You're a brother to me. Happy birthday. Um, hopefully it's everything you wish for, buddy. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Chris Bartell is one of the finest FAU football players of all time. By the way, how's the family? <laughs> Do you have a new kid yet? No, not yet. Uh, induction date set for the 14th. Let's go. Uh, so that'll be, that, that, that'll be good, man. I will definitely be giving you a call and uh, picking your brain on how to be the best uh, girl dad ever. Well, so. well, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a girl. He's got three boys and a girl coming. How about that? I don't know if I'm the example of the best girl dad, but I'm the the, the only one you really yeah. know you're this close to. So that's you know I'll what? The only one that will maybe pick up my phone call. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. You hey, pick up you, my call more than my own brother, yeah, so that yeah. works. You take what you can get. That's fine. That's all good. I appreciate that's it. That's it, man. You know how I roll. Hey, man, <laughs> I appreciate you reaching out, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk soon, okay? Tell Shana, tell Shana Sounds we good, love guys. her, all right? Have a good day, man. Right, we'll do. Chris Bartell is one of the finest FAU football players of all time, a longtime broadcast partner with FAU. So, again, what are you folks doing this weekend? I need to know. It, this isn't all about me, Stone. This isn't all about me. I brought up the marathon simply to simply to just say that I found a way to punish myself because there's no football. Listen, this is your weekend. <laughs> no, it's not my weekend. This is your it's gonna weekend. Be, if I pull up with a bad hamstring and don't finish, this is going to make this show really embarrassing. Wow. Really, really embarrassing. Don't even manifest that. Uh, don't put it out into the world. Do not. Maybe I should just stay home and cut the grass. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? 888-760-3776. There is no football, nothing, unless you count Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl and Stone Lebanowitz betting on it. What a dirtbag. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Hey, Budweiser and Southern Eagle, they have something fun for you coming up. Time to unlock the fridge for the biggest game of the year. Visit AJ's American Grill, McKenna's, Twisted Tuna Jupiter, the Draft House, or Dave's Last Resort to enter. Unlock that fridge for the biggest game of the year. Hint, it's not the Pro Bowl. All you have to do is scan the QR code on site, fill out the form. One lucky fan receives a mini fridge full of Budweiser. Budweiser, the king of beer since 1867. Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. Again, AJ's American Grill, McKenna's, Twisted Tuna Jupiter, the Draft House, or Dave's Last Resort to enter the mini fridge full of Budweiser is on the line. Unlock that fridge all through the biggest game of the year. Without football, what is the plan? What's the plan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I've decided we're on a marathon. Uh, Stone's betting on the game, and I am uh, going to go ahead and not cut my lawn. 888-760-3776. He's Friday Night Light, Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. It just occurred to me 
Why don't the Dolphins just follow the Washington football team? Sorry, the Commanders. The way they're handling their investigation. And Stephen Ross just says, ah, I don't want anybody to see it. We'll do the investigation and nobody can see it. Like, shouldn't they just follow that plan? Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. It's a Friday. Stone Lebanowitz Friday Night Lights uh, here with me until 2 o'clock. We are presented by... On your mark. The FAU MBA Sport there Management Program. Mark Summers Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. What was Mark doing there? Uh, so the Washington football team, this investigation that has uh, th- that has been underway for, for several months now, uh, they were on Capitol Hill yesterday because lawmakers are trying to get the NFL to release the report trying to get them to release the report of improprieties and alleged verbal and uh, sexual abuse and disturbing accounts of workplace behavior, including not only employees in the front office, but also cheerleaders. And the NFL, this is from ESPN's story, the NFL may not be able to publicly release the findings of its internal investigation of the Washington Commanders without the explicit permission of owner Daniel Snyder. That according to a document released this morning by the Congressional Committee investigating the NFL. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell has previously contended that the league cannot release the internal investigation because Beth Wilkinson, the independent investigator, presented her findings orally. So because... The independent investigator presented the findings of the investigation via her mouth. That means they can't come out publicly. Uh, there, there's no way that they can be typed. There's no way that they can be written. There's no way that any of this can be preserved. What did she, what did, what did she use to read off of when she was giving the results of the investigation orally? Use that. Put that out in public. I mean, what, what is that? What is happening here? How do you have a football team where there's allegations of inappropriate behavior, sexual harassment, for all intents and purposes, pimping out cheerleaders, nude photos of your cheerleaders being circulated around the front office, and up, up, the results were given verbally. So sorry, nobody else can see them. And and if you want to see them, the guy being investigated has to agree to it. Like, seriously? Like, ah, oh, the, 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 this guy robbed my house. He robbed my house, took all my belongings. Uh, but you know what? We can't really punish him unless he says it's okay. Like, that's what's happening here with the Washington football team, Stone. How the hell is this possible? Dan Snyder barely got out clean in the John Gruden stuff. So you knew something was coming back oh, later yeah. on down the road. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. here it is. Absolutely. Speaking of here it is. Ken, here's Dr. Jim Reardon. <laughs> Jim Reardon here for a little shout-out. What's going on, doctor? Uh, Dr. Reardon. Are you guys talking about the Washington football team or Ken's days in college? Um, <laughs> now, now that, that is not allowed to become public, Dr. Reardon. Okay. All right. Well, I, I want you to make sure that you take it easy the, you know, the rest of the day here and even – Tomorrow during the FAU game, you got a big day on Sunday, huh? Yeah, I got to kick my feet up a little bit. I'm going to be uh, that guy, that annoying guy, carrying around the uh, the jug of water, getting ready for Sunday. Then I'll go home, eat a bunch of pasta, wake up at like 2 a.m. and punish myself because there's no football. Well, I'm I'm just really proud of what you're doing at the marathon. I want to congratulate you in advance and wish you the best wishes and uh, 
Uh, I, I remember during football season watching every game day with your Instagram <laughs> where you're about to uh, expunge one of your lungs as you're running through campus. Um, and now and now we get to see the results. So uh, really happy for you, and uh, c- congratulations, and uh, good luck on Sunday. And we'll, obviously we'll see you on Saturday too. Dr. Rudin, I really appreciate you. You know that not only personally, but for what you do for me professionally as well, being a part of this show. And uh, it is, uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to talk with you, and we'll see you tomorrow for FAU and Southern Miss, all right? Absolutely. Go Owls, and again, good luck, Ken. Thank you, Dr. Root, and I appreciate it. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Do we have more cast of characters here, Lebanowitz? Don't worry about it. What's going on, Fish? <laughs> Are you you're running a marathon? Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Fishman, director of content uh, up at uh, ESPN Cleveland, and also someone that works very closely here with Ken Levick alive. So if you think the show sucks, he's the one who's listening to it more it's than anybody. It's his fault, right. So just blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I will take the blame a hundred percent. Can you, while you're running, can you run up here with a shovel? Uh, we've gotten oh, so, two feet of snow. So I've been uh, uh, so I, I I put out a just a, a post this morning saying two days away, and I'm wearing shorts and because it's in in the mid 70s here today, and I had people from oh. up north, Cleveland area, Chicago area, where I'm from, that are like, bro, we have like six or seven inches of snow on the ground. I hate you. Stop posting that stuff. I'm like, all right, fine, my fault. <laughs> It's almost a little too warm. You'd like it probably a little cooler to run in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's barely gonna hit eighty, so I'm hoping that I'm gonna be done with the race before that that actually because that it eighty feels like a hundred when it's mile twenty two and you feel like you're about to die. That's how all of this goes down. So hopefully I'm done before that happens. Do you have a time in your mind that you'd like to finish it? Yeah, so I'm aiming for under four hours. That's the goal. Now, Tina, I don't know if you heard, Tina home team, Christina Costanza, she said she will give me a pair of Crocs, which, I mean, it's offensive, but I appreciate the gesture. She's going to award me a pair of Crocs if I finish in under four hours and 30 minutes because she's very kind. And I can't tell her no because it's a sweet gesture. So I also have that as an incentive. Oh, that's a good incentive. You know, make sure, like, when you're running, like in Seinfeld, you don't grab Kramer's coffee cup and you get the water that's going by. I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah, scalding my chest and my face. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I appreciate oh it, Fish. I appreciate you. Good uh, luck. Thank you. And I'll let you know how it goes. If uh, when you and I chat next Tuesday, I'm miserable, more than usual, you'll know what happened, Okay. Okay, so that part won't be my fault, just right, the show. Right, just the show. Okay. Every, everything about the show is your fault, but uh, as far as just my mood, if things go poorly Sunday, that'll be my fault, my own fault. All right, perfect. All Good right, luck. Go I, get him. I appreciate you, Fish. Thank you. Matt Fishman, Director of Content up at ESPN Cleveland. Uh, what were we talking about, Stone? I'm not sure, but hey, I got an incentive for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't finish in under four hours, <laughs> you come home Sunday and mow the lawn. <laughs> Have you talked to my wife? We got a deal? Yeah. <laughs> so if I don't finish in under four, and by the way, that for me, like that's a, a, a really bold goal. Like, I don't think I'm going to hit it, but I think I can be in the neighborhood. Right. Uh, it depends what I have left in the tank at the end. So you're telling me if I don't get under four, I'm going to go home and mow the lawn. No matter the time. <laughs> Even if it's dark. You know, I can tell I'm talking to a former competitive athlete here. You are unreasonable, Labanowitz. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 Friday Night Light Stone Labanowitz. Uh, I appreciate uh, everybody lining up and, uh, and, and wishing me luck here with the marathon. God knows I need it.
the, the slogan is, well, we'll see how this goes. That's my slogan this year with, uh, with the Miami Marathon, so I appreciate all of you. We don't have to hit a break yet, right? Okay, no, we're, okay. we're talking Dan Snyder so and that Dan debacle. Snyder. So, so, but this is, this is my point with all of this. Like Stephen Ross says he welcomes the NFL investigation into the allegation that Brian Flores made that he, uh, he offered $100,000 per loss in 2019. If I'm Stephen Ross, the way I'm looking at how Dan Snyder's handling this, yeah, investigate and just make sure that whoever's investigating tells you the results of the investigation, then it can't be made public. That would help. I, I mean, just go that route. What a farce the NFL is. I mean, this is such a farce. No matter if you think Brian Flores has any teeth to what he's accusing the Dolphins of, I think we all know, just based on all the resignations that took place and the turnover in the Washington front office, that what's being alleged... Is most likely true. Under Dan Snyder is most likely true. Exactly. And the fact that Dan Snyder doesn't want it public, because that's the only, uh, the only thing you can discern from this, is that he doesn't want it public, so he's not going to agree to let it go public, that he doesn't want it out. When you hear NFL investigation, I mean, it's such nonsense. This is proof. How do we get to that point? The only reason we found out about Gruden and those emails is because they got leaked. That's the only reason we found out about Gruden. They didn't want that stuff out there. They didn't want John Gruden to take on shame. The NFL is in the business of protecting its owners. The NFL is in the business of protecting its business model. The NFL is in the business of making sure that the billionaires who run the league stay the billionaires who run the league. So if you hear NFL investigation whether it's the Dolphins or the Broncos or the Giants or the Washington football team, you can expect that it's flat-out nonsense, which is why. I appreciate what Brian Flores is trying to do. Now, he's being met with significant pushback from the Giants who say they have written every single conversation and time-stamped conversations with Brian Flores and every other coaching candidate to say they have proof that things didn't go down the way that Brian Flores says, where he was brought in for an interview three days after Brian Dable was given the Giants job. So this is going to be tough for him. But I appreciate what Brian Flores is doing. He is taking a stand. He believes things are unfair. He believes that there are diversity hiring problems in the NFL. But when you see NFL investigation, Washington football team, mass resignations, turnover in the front office, turmoil, and then the owner, the guy who's being investigated, has to sign off on it going public so nobody knows what the findings actually were and the excuses that the findings were given orally, that gives you absolutely no solace, no confidence that Brian Flores and what he's attempting to do, basically martyring himself, is actually for anything. I think it's pointless. I think it's pointless. I respect what he's doing. I understand what he's doing. I believe in what he's doing. I believe in much of what he says. But also I see this with what's happening with Washington, and I think he's unnecessarily putting him out there, putting himself out there, making himself toxic in the NFL world. Brian Flores... Do you think that anything's going to come out of this lawsuit, this diversity hiring lawsuit, this allegation against Stephen Ross, $100,000 paying for losses? Do you think anything's going to come of it? Was this a smart move by Brian Flores? Was it brave? Yes. Smart? I actually don't know. 
I don't think it's an extremely smart move because now I see that none of this is going to be taken seriously. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and as always, tweet at the show, at KLV1063. Brian Flores, what he's doing with this lawsuit, is it smart? Is it intelligent? Because I say no. This is a dead end, a dead end based on how the NFL conducts its business and protects its own. He's going at the big money billionaires, and that's not going to end well. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Hey, Ben. Ben Volan here. Yeah. Let's wish Ken some good luck here. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny Levicka. Ben Volan of the Boston Globe here, former Palm Beach <laughs> Post. Uh, hey, Benny. How are you doing, buddy? Ken, uh, they asked me if uh, I'd be willing to, to come reach out as you uh, embark on this journey. <laughs> on the Miami Marathon, and nothing would stop me from wishing you well, buddy. Oh, man, I, I I'm, I'm blown away, Kenny. I remember us, you know, recording a podcast in my living room a decade ago. To see what you've, uh, the career you've made has just been incredible. And to, I mean, I can barely drive my car 26 miles, so to see that you're going to be doing this Miami Marathon is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. So well, way to go, Kenny. Levesque. I appreciate it. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of driving 26 miles, are you even able to do that with snow on the ground up in New England right now? Uh, no. Well, it's funny. The, the snow is melting, but we're getting a nice fresh storm of ice today. So awesome. A nice, nice sheet. We're going to go ice skating through my neighborhood, I think. Excellent. Now, are you uh, – I've, I've decided I'm not watching the Pro Bowl. Are you watching the Pro Bowl? No, I refuse. I, I mean, it's like a dodgeball competition, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's basically what it is now, yes. So forget Mac Jones. You're not watching it. I mean, Mac Jones making the Pro Bowl makes me want to watch it less. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be a Mac Jones hater, but, I mean, what, is it, what was he, seventh in the AFC in passer rating? Like, yes. There was nothing about his performance this year that screamed Pro Bowl, and it just shows – what the event uh, has really it, – it's really just whoever's willing to show up is a pro bowler now. I love it. Ben Volen, uh, and, and by the way, that's the type of take that made the Dolphins On Demand podcast way back in the day on ESPN760.com so damn good. Uh, ben, I appreciate, one, hearing from you, and two, the, uh, the kind words about Sunday. It's really good to catch up with you, and uh, here's to a, a good offseason, my friend. Hey, cheers, buddy. Go get him on Sunday. Appreciate you. That's Ben Volan of the Boston Globe, formerly of the Palm Beach Post, covered the Dolphins, covering the Patriots now up in New England. Hey, so you should turn your mic on, Stone. We got your better half on the line. Oh, hello? Ken oh, hey, hey. Sorry, no, here's what happened. So this is my wife. This is Vivi, making her debut, by the way, on Ken Levick Alive. Wow. Uh, Stone forgot to turn his mic on, so that's why you couldn't hear anything. I gave you a whole introduction. He was trying to give you an introduction, and they didn't turn his mic on. <laughs> Okay, well, you give me an introduction. This is the first time I've ever called oh, your oh, show. I know you said debut, but that's not good enough. Oh, nice. no, wait, hold on, hold on. That's a good. That's a good point. All right, here, hold on. Let's start from. Let's start from the top here. Joining Ken Levick alive for the first time, my better half, a woman that I have given my life and my soul to, and the mother of my two beautiful children, Vivian Levicka, joining us here on Ken Levick Alive. How was that? Was that good? Yeah, much better. All right, good, excellent. Th- thank you for calling. Have you, by the way. Uh, how did this happen? Did you have to actually correspond with Stone to do this? No, Brian took care of it. Oh, Brian took care of it. Gotcha. Okay, good. You Excellent. just had to out me like that, VB? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> For a whole hour, he thought it was me. I was taking so much pride. Oh, that is awesome. I love that. Well, I, I mean, you, 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 I'm sure, handled everything else, but Brian 
you know, liaison between him and, and me. Right? It's just hard to get him to shut up. So I can put you guys through. Yeah, that's no, the problem. Trust me, she's fully, fully aware. How's uh, how are the uh, chrysalises? By the way, we have 10, 10 cocoons. We're trying to grow them into butterflies at the house. Have they done anything yet? No, they're they're perfect. They're they're going to probably come out just for for Leah's birthday. So it all it's all lining up. Oh, perfect. Really well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I um I appreciate you uh, you calling. Have you heard the the line of of people that have called in to to wish me luck with the marathon? And here's the problem: if I fail Sunday. If something bad happens, this whole show ends up being a complete sham, right? You're going to be fine as long as you can stay out of those porta potties. That's what I think. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Well, I I know the porta potties. That's the tough. That's the tough part. So that means, right? I just have to load up on pasta because that gives me the best chance of not having the gastric problem, right? Like starch. Mm, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to research that. Uh, what do you got on tap the rest of the day? What uh, What time you work until? More real work, so I'll let you get back to uh, your little show, but have a great day, and, and I know you're going to do great on Sunday. Thank you. I appreciate it, baby. Appreciate you. I'll talk to you later, okay? <laughs> All right, bye. All right. That is, uh, that is my wife making her debut here on Ken LaVica Live, uh, Vivian LaVica. Jordan Sherwood, what's going on, baby? Jordan Sherwood. <laughs> How am Chicago? I supposed to follow that? I know. I, How am I, I supposed to follow that? I, I can call you baby, too. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's, I'd have died. Yeah, yeah. It's, that. it's, it's, it's and I don't know how it's been going, but like inside jokes probably all day long here on the show. So no cream cheese calzones for you before the race. <laughs> That's probably not going to sit uh, well. No, definitely at, not. At all. Definitely. <laughs> uh, but I'm very proud. Yeah, no, bad, bad mix. But think about, look, think about the Illini, think about the White Sox, think about the Bulls. Uh, you know, and uh, run fast, run smart, very proud of you, and uh, you're going to do great tomorrow. I appreciate it, buddy. By the way, uh, I, I saw this today, caught my eye. February 4th, 2007, you remember you and uh, and I sitting in your apartment in Madison, Wisconsin, watching the Bears' Colts Super Bowl, right? I do remember it. It was yeah. one of the greatest moments of sports, and yeah. then it all went downhill. It all went downhill, that. but we did share. Jordan and I shared arguably one of the greatest moments of our, our lives. Fifteen years ago today, Devin Hester starting that Super Bowl with the kickoff return touchdown wow. in Jordan Sherwood's apartment. Yeah, run like Devin. That's what you should say. Yeah. Run like Devin Hester. Run, run like Devin. Good. I like. There's two big pieces of advice I've gotten today. It's Dean telling me if I go to the bathroom on myself, just keep going, and you telling me run like Devin. Those are both written down. I'll write them in yeah. my shoes. I love it. Write them down. I love All it. All right, buddy. Good would, luck tomorrow. Would I appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Jordan Sherwood, up in Chicago now, ESPN Chicago, former teammate here at ESPN West Palm. Uh, I, I did not expect any of this. I'm going to be quite honest. I did not expect the long line of, uh, of, of well-wishers here. You're kind of glowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a blushing almost. Yeah, it's it makes me feel good. I'm a little like embarrassed because I don't like to to fully like talk about myself like this. I was using running the marathon as a jumping off point for like a topic. Today, you're, I was using it as a topic, and it turned into this. You're running 26.2 miles in the greatest city in America. I mean, it, it's news. West it's Palm? News. No, Miami. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what, again, I better, I better, I better. I'll tell you the. the you better run like Devin. I know. Well, I'll tell you the porta potty story sometime here in the next hour and 10 minutes. Still in the band, it's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. He's telling me to break. He's mad. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu/slash MBA Sport. This has turned into a Ken Lavica. This is your life. 
episode. Like we're going back to the to the sixties here, and uh, and and bringing back uh, Ken Levicka. This is your life. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like this is a memorial. Uh, I've got. I'm running a marathon on Sunday. Uh, I didn't think it was going to turn into a thing. Uh, I originally wanted to talk about what the hell people were doing without football, and now we've had guests lined up to to wish me well, and I appreciate that, and it absolutely means a lot. Uh, and now all of a sudden, the boss Stephanie Prince is is in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Uh, Steph, hello. Uh, is this about the marathon, or did I actually get in trouble? No, I'm here to tell you that everyone was wishing you well, but it's your last day. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. no. Here's your severance package. <laughs> you Nothing. actually were right. Yeah. It was a tribute to you. Thanks for all your help. Farewell. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Oh, man. No, I was coming in. I wanted to wish you well. As a, uh, I've never run a marathon. I ran a half, and once I was done with that, I said I would never run one again. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not your case. You decided to run multiple marathons. Yeah. I'm and, a masochist uh, and an idiot. Yeah, but it's great. Then you'll feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's where the pressure comes on now because I've had so many people saying, good luck, you're going to do great. Uh, Tina's offered me Crocs if I get under four minutes, four hours and 30 minutes, which... You're definitely doing that. Yeah, no, that's what I told her. That's like something like, catastrophic uh, would happen. Yeah. You know what it is? She definitely wants to just give me Crocs because she knows I hate Crocs. And Probably. I can't tell her no because it's a sweet gesture. Um, but now I feel pressure. Like, what if my hamstring starts to get tight? Or what if I get a little... Uh, it's going to happen. You're running a marathon. It's going to be miserable. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah, you're right. It That's is the be problem. Miserable. In your head, it's going to be great. And you did this yeah. like euphoric thing. And you're going to be on a high when you're done. But like yeah. during it, it's going to suck. It is going to suck really, really bad. Uh, when did you do the half marathon, by the way? I did it a long time ago. We used to actually participate in the Palm Beaches Marathon as a station, mm-hmm. and we would do the relay. So, mm-hmm. you know, there'd be four of us, and we would do a relay, and I ended up doing one of the legs, and then I just ran, you know, the rest of the leg, which ended up being the half marathon. Um, but, yeah, uh, never do it again. Uh, <laughs> you, you decided, no, that's not for me. Now, Stone, don't you think someone with the, the prowess, the acumen, the power of Stephanie Prince would be at the Super Bowl? Uh, next weekend, are you going to the Super Bowl? No, no I'm not cool enough for that. <laughs> not cool enough. Not, <laughs> no, not not no. able to. I was not. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Considering the cheapest tickets, five grand. Oh, she's got that in the nosebleed. Oh yeah, you're yeah. good on that. It's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, are you? I, I I am dreading for so many people the fact there's no football this weekend other than like the Ben Volan of the uh, of the Boston Globe called in. He covers the Patriots, covers Mac Jones. Mac Jones is in the Pro Bowl and Ben flat out told us, "I'm not watching the Pro Bowl. Are you kidding me?" So what are you doing this weekend with no football on? Just chasing around uh, your three kids? Yeah, I, if, I, no I haven't watched football <laughs> honestly all season. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you know who's I, in the game? Do you I even mean, know who's playing? Yeah. Yeah, the Rams and the Bengals. Okay, perfect. I did watch the last five minutes of the game, so I was up to speed, and, you know, can chat it up. You're caught up. That's all you need to know. You can host your own radio show watching the last five minutes of those games. Exactly. You're perfect. Uh, So, my big question, though, to you is when uh you run, do you listen to music or... Podcast. Podcast, Podcast, yeah. Same. So, this is what's weird. If I'm listening to music and I run... My breathing, I want it to be even, and the different beats of songs Changes totally it. throws that off. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden I get crampy and it gets bad, so it's got to be like podcasts. And I like to think, like keep my yeah. brain distracted during that too. Exactly. I do that on my runs. Yeah. I listen to people talk to me so I don't have to think yep. 
Because in the music, it's background. You're not thinking. Exactly. Exactly. So I will definitely be. I've got like six podcasts lined up that equal about four out four and a half Love hours. It. I've got them all lined up for uh, for Sunday. So I appreciate. It. I'm not taking Monday off, by the way. Okay. I will be in here post marathon Monday doing the show. Yeah. You better. Because I, I don't have a backup, so well, I need to be. Good in Good luck. Here. Eat bananas. Yes, Lots of them. Don't get lost like JMP, a teammate of ours, <laughs> got lost running a, a, a relay marathon once. And uh, I'm sure you'll do great. I think you're going to break four. Oh, God, that would be amazing. That's I think the you're going to break four. And then you qualify for Boston, right? I know. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different the, thing. The incentives are loading up now. I know. They're all, they are all, but the Crocs, that's the first incentive, under 430. And again, yeah. bad things have happened if I don't get under 430. So, thank you, Steph. I all appreciate right. Good it. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's the boss, Stephanie Prince, here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll come back. We still got a whole damn another hour of this thing. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Do people actually not watch the Olympics or pay attention to the results during the day so they can act like they're watching them live at night? Is that a thing that you people still do? It, it, because I'm looking, and we have curling results, mixed curling results. Are you really waiting for tonight to see live mixed curling results? Do you care about mixed curling results? Can't you just look at your phone for mixed curling results? I have no idea how people consume this. Stone, you watched hockey at what time today or this morning? I'm really embarrassed to say it, but it was like 12, 15 a.m., <laughs> And these girls were bashing each other into the wall, dropping like flies, 150 pounds. But it was good hockey, it was though. Russian Sweden. You watched it 12:15 this morning. I, I shouldn't. I so, shouldn't have even said that. Do you do you purposely stay away from from results? Because in China, these things are happening at five and six in the morning. Uh, do you stay away from it during the day then, so you can go back to the the, uh, the Labanowitz household and watch these things in real time? I delay. I mean, I guess I definitely don't follow it in real time. So yeah, I wait till the end. <laughs> you are such a nerd. You bet on the Pro Bowl and you try and watch tape delayed Olympics in real time without knowing the result. If these Russian girls, you know, keep killing it, I might have to throw a few bucks on the Russia Confederate. <laughs> what was that? What we'll are see. you doing? What else are we doing here, Stone? Listen, I got right. the best surprise. I'm running you. a marathon on Sunday, uh, and so people have lined up to wish me good luck, and I appreciate that. And apparently it's continuing here as we start hour two. What's going on, Mama Lavica? Hey, kiddo. <laughs> hi, hi, Mom. How are you? Hi, fine. Hey, you know, curling is fun to watch. You shouldn't be giving it a bad rap. Yeah, it's, you know, it's fine, and I'm, I'm totally okay. Now, I don't, I've watched plenty of curling, but it's one of those sports where I don't, no matter how many times I watch it, I don't actually know what's happening other than you knock the person's thing out of the thing. Um, uh, and it's fine, people can watch that, but do you, what, what about people that purposely stay away from the result all day so that they can watch it on tape delay at like 8.30 at night? I find that to be abnormal. That's my, that's my point about it. Well, that I would not do, but there are places up here in Chicago that do give lessons on curling, and we had considered doing that a few years <laughs> really? back. Wait, wait, who's we? But, yeah. Who's we, you and Dad? Well, your father and myself, and we were going to do it with the Woods <laughs> oh before goodness. they moved out of the area. Uh, family, friends, the Woods. Hey. I, that's funny. Yes, 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 Mother. <laughs> I just wanted to wish you luck. Thank you. And um, tell you to stay focused and keep pushing. 
I was going to tell you to keep your sanity, but you already threw that out the That's window gone. when you submitted your entry. Yeah, yeah. yeah like so, sanity, any intelligence, all that stuff's gone, so don't worry about that. Do you have a special runner's uh, menu plan for Saturday? Uh, bland pasta. I, I need to starch it up, and I need to uh, try and keep myself uh, from from a, a terrible bathroom trip mid-race. So I'm going as bland okay. and as starchy as possible. Yum, that sounds delicious. Oh, yeah, it'll be good. It's, it, it's good eating. So the way I, that what I keep telling myself is that by in a, in a perfect world, by 1030, it'll all be done. So I'll do it. Uh, what time does the race start? Uh, 6.15, 6.15, right in front of FTX oh, Arena. Wow. That's where the heat is. Okay. Flight. Yeah, so I'll get down there pretty good. Good, and then it won't, be, it won't be super hot. Now, just remember, as you're approaching the right at possibly 80, our high is going to be 33. Okay, all right. I tell you what, there's something to be said for maybe running in 33 over uh, 80, but we'll see. Like, keep in mind, I trained in it because of traveling with FAU. I trained in a lot of, like, 35, 36, a lot of that running. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. But it's better. To me, running with less clothes is better than more clothes. So uh, I feel fortunate. Well, and running of a morning is going to be better. You're going to start out where it'll be more comfortable. Enjoy the race. And I know that may be difficult. (laughs) I've told you that with every sport. Yeah. Enjoy the whole opportunity and uh good luck wait to find out what your time ends up being well i'll let you know i'll let you know after the race and uh, here's to my achilles staying intact thank you mom i appreciate it okay bye all right bye mom uh how about my mom uh admitting that they almost my my mom and my dad were gonna take curling lessons yeah that's tough what this is what happens when you move out of the house your parents start doing insane things curling my mom is, like, short, diminutive. I can't even imagine her trying to lift one of those, what do they call them, stones or rocks with curling. I don't know. A what is? What are my parents doing? Uh, who are we talking to now? Josh Cohen from the home team. What's up, JC? This is, uh, this is awkward, Ken, because <laughs> I'm actually your biological father. <laughs> <laughs> Dad! Oh, man. That would, uh, that would have been an extremely dramatic dramatic uh admittance here what are you doing by the way yeah. how is it you, you haven't been on this show up until the last like 72 hours and now this is your second appearance in three days because three days ago you said hey you want to come on and talk about the difference between tanking and fixing a game <laughs> and today i was and today i was told to call into your show <laughs> <laughs> so i thought that stone had set this stuff up and my wife was on and she outed him and said oh that was uh it was brian who set all this up stone was unhappy about yeah. it yeah well, listen, Ken, I've been wanting to call into your show ever since they told me to call into your show. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to, and I wanted to congratulate you on winning the New York City Marathon or something. Okay. Good. No, I appreciate that. It's a great honor, and I, I appreciate you acknowledging that. Is that what we're doing? Oh, no, you're, you're running. You're about to run a yeah. marathon. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I, I really, truly am. So that's my plans on Sunday in lieu of, of any football. All, all kidding aside, we are proud of you and your determination from once being fat Ken to now skinny marathon Ken. It is remarkable the discipline that you exhibit 
there's a Dean often says, discipline is doing things that you don't want to do, but doing them anyway, like you running the marathon or me calling into your show. <laughs> Either way, best of luck, brother. We're proud uh, of you. I appreciate you, JC. Thank you, Josh. Josh, going to the home team today. Uh, that'll be 4 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. 4 o'clock on ESPN 106.3 until 5.55, uh, Josh Cohen. So, uh, by the way, for the record, Stone, that's Josh and Dean. My two former co-hosts on the home team who both made sure to point out how fat I was a number of years ago. They both did. No hesitation. No hesitation at all. You know what it was is uh, I, I would wear an FAU polo. It was a little tight, and I did have a little bit of the the, the love handles and the, the stomach. It didn't call it a, muff, over. a muffin top. No, it definitely was a muffin top. And so I'm not proud of it, but also I'm not going to muffin top shame. I just decided I didn't want to have the muffin top. Anymore. I was cleaning out the promo lap the promo room last week and I found a an old camera like an old digital camera mm-hmm. and it had some batteries in it so I turned it on I hit the play button to see what pictures were on there and I immediately ran to Christina and Courtney and was like Ken was this big before <laughs> and, uh, and they yeah. died laughing yeah. I still have the camera I was around good I'm glad I'm glad you can uh, uh, post fat shame me appreciate that Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 uh, we are streaming on the free ESPN app also on your smart speaker hey Alexa hey Siri hey Google Play ESPN 106.3 have you until 2 o'clock our sports agent sports law insider Pat Lawler Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys is going to uh, join us right around 1.30 because it is senior bowl time but also the Dolphins are still looking for a coach still looking for a coach now apparently uh Mike McDaniel is in South Florida, the 49ers offensive coordinator. According to the Miami Herald, they are meeting today, the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel. I wonder, and I'm just curious how this goes down, who has more questions for the other? Do the Dolphins have more questions for Mike McDaniel, or does Mike McDaniel have more questions for the Dolphins? I'm very high on Mike McDaniel. I like Mike McDaniel. I'd like to see him get a shot as the Dolphins head coach. Now that Dable's gone, and now that Harbaugh's staying at Michigan, I'm good with Mike McDaniel. Now, there's a separate discussion to be had. How come we aren't hearing uh, about Eric Bieniemy? How come we're not hearing about Byron Leftwich? Because now you've waited this long to hire a head coach. What's the rush? Like, what, what is legitimately what's the rush? You have your GM already. He should have been let go. He's sticking around. So fine, you've got Chris Greer. At this point, what is the rush? It's already senior bowl time, so it's not like you're going to hire a coach here and immediately ship him to Mobile. So you've waited this long. Why are you at least not talking to Byron Leftwich? Why are you at least not talking to Eric Bieniemy? Like that's, that's not helping the Dolphins. If they're in a spot and they are hiring a coach and there's a class action lawsuit filed against them, that in part says the Dolphins are part of the diversity problem, yet you're only talking to two guys still. Mike McDaniel, white. Kellen Moore, white. I'm not saying hire them, and maybe this is me completely showing bad faith, but I also feel like Byron Leftwich damn near became the head coach of the Jaguars. It's just intelligent to talk to him, bring him in for an interview, He was six seconds away from taking the Jags job. And you're just going to now have McDaniel and Kellen Moore? Again, what's the rush? Like, Stone, at this point, the Dolphins haven't hired a coach. Why not at least spin the wheels on on Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich? Who does it hurt? And especially with the Dolphins as part of this lawsuit, 
It's so them that they just say, ah, oh, we're good with McDaniel or more. It's down to McDaniel or more. What is the damn rush right now? Yeah, it needs to be somebody on the offensive side. We know that and we've talked about that. We know that. that. Byron and Kellen Moore is fine. And I think Byron can handle it, especially what he's been through. We'll give him, if he wants to, you know, not even have the season that Brian Flores did, we'll give him the losses. It's fine because he just won a Super Bowl and he's proved himself. Uh, and this is the thing. Like, it's just smart business. It's just smart business to bring in a guy who almost became the head coach. Everyone thought he was going to become the head coach of last year's number one overall pick up in Jacksonville. And now he's just he, the Dolphins. He's, he's, the Dolphins are too good to reach out to him here. I don't understand. Adam Amin, you're on Ken Levick Live. What's going on? <laughs> uh, uh, so, I, so the marathon's when? Tomorrow? Uh, you're Sunday. running a marathon I, tomorrow? I know. I am an idiot. It's actually Sunday. Adam Amin, by the way, uh, the TV voice of the uh, Chicago Bulls. You hear him on Fox as well, uh, NFL, Major League Baseball. Um, uh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. And so the, the, here's what happened, though. I realized back in October, Adam, that, oh, my God, Pro Bowl weekend. There's not going to be any football for the first time in August. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? I'm not watching Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl. That's what I predicted it back in October that would happen. So I'm like, I'm going to punish myself. And so this is what's happening now. This is this is like uh, the old sitcom trope that you have the vasectomy during March Madness weekend. <laughs> yeah. This is the equivalent of that. I'm going to run this marathon uh-huh. during Pro Bowl weekend. Yeah, this That's is, the equivalent. Yeah, this is me basically the equivalent of like flogging myself for my sins is is doing yeah. this with no football. <laughs> like, that, that, that's the equivalent of the whole thing. So it's This uh, is a strong Midwestern mother guilt yeah, yeah, that, that you're yeah. you're just applying to the rest you're 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 projecting this out of the rest it, of your life. This now. is totally Midwestern guilt. Lutheran guilt, Midwestern guilt, however you want to put it. You're you're ex- absolutely right. What are you doing right now by the way? I just talked with Joyce. I don't know if you heard. Your uh, your former uh, teacher uh, Joyce Levicka, my mother, uh, I don't know if you caught that. She uh, she said she said by the way that her and my father uh, almost took curling lessons a couple of years ago. Can you imagine in your life my mother trying to do anything I, with curling? I would love to see Joyce try to curl. I feel like this would be. I don't even know if that's the right like right tense for that word. Yeah. I think it's, I think that's the formal the right way to say it. I would. I think it would be delightful. I think she'd be very polite about it. Even like, I think when Joyce would get frustrated, it would be a very like quiet. Yeah, uh, I could have done better at that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. really could have done better at yeah, that. It would have been like, oh darn, that should have been better. Yeah, exactly. It would have been. I really could have done better. <laughs> Again, Midwestern guilt, just lightly punishing yourself. That's how that goes. I'm, I'm in. I'm. In, I'm in the state that that uh, I called my first ever game with you. I'm in Indiana right oh, now. Bulls, We're Bulls getting Bulls. ready. We're little Pacers, Bulls tonight, second night of a back-to-back for the Bulls. Uh, I'm very excited for this Miami, for the next Miami-Bulls matchup. I'm, we're, we're traveling mm-hmm. down, end of February, and I, I don't know how healthy the Bulls are going to be at that point. I don't think they're going to be at full strength just yet, but I'm excited to see if they've made any adjustments because Spo, Spo outcoaches most guys yeah. on a night-to-night basis. He outcoached Billy Donovan, uh, in, especially in that second game. Uh, that they played recently, or the, the one in Chicago that they played yeah. earlier this season. Uh, I, 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 I know Nick Nurse played him, outplayed him a little bit, outcoached him a little bit for a couple games. I was impressed with Toronto last night. I'm excited for that Bulls Heat matchup, though. I, I think it could be a potential playoff series. It's really, really fun to see both of them at the top of the East. How is it dealing with Billy Donovan, by the way? Great. He is, he is as measured and reasoned of a human being as I think I've met. He's so even keeled, keeps everything neutral, doesn't never gets too high or too low. You can tell he's frustrated, but it's never he's not screaming at guys. Yeah. 
you know, I think I think his timeout usage, like a lot of coaches, just indicates a certain level of frustration <laughs> on the defensive end, as, as I'm sure many NBA coaches, uh-huh. many college coaches has, have, have expressed via timeout their disappointment <laughs> and frustration. But he is as classy, even-keeled, measure, reason, encouraging guys I think I've been around in any coaching capacity, and I think the guys really respond to him. Uh, I think he's earned a lot of respect here. When uh, when you rolled on here in February for uh, Bulls Heat, uh, just hit me up. Let's see if uh, maybe we can uh, get a little FaceTime, but uh, we'll at least try to make it work. And if not, I'm uh, I'll be back up north uh, in the summer for a little bit, so we'll uh, we'll catch up then. But I appreciate you reaching out, man. It uh, it means a lot hearing from you, and thank you for doing this. Good luck Sunday, buddy, you idiot. <laughs> I know. I'm so dumb. I appreciate you, buddy. Adam Amin, again, Fox Sports, also the TV voice of the Chicago Bulls, NBC Sports Chicago. We'll be back with more after this. Let me see. What do we have to what do we have to say here? What do we have to Oh, 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 oh before before we do anything, by the way, speaking of the heat, speaking of the only way to see the heat here in South Florida. I was gonna say it. It's Brightline. Brightline, use the Brightline Plus, get Brightline Premium, and use the buzzer beater train. Brightline, the big yellow train, it goes very fast, okay? Stops in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Why do I bring them up when I'm talking about the heat? Because it's the only way to go to the heat game. Don't get in your car and sit in traffic and get stuck on 95 and try and find parking. No, take the train, It is so stress-free, and the great thing about the buzzer beater train, Miami Central Station, where the bright line's going to drop you off, it's a block and a half away from FTX Arena. Stone, a couple of weeks ago, did it. He'll never drive to Miami again, and he calls it the greatest city in the world. And there's only one way now he's going to the greatest city in the world, and that's on that big yellow train. That's on that big yellow train in my premium seat. Premium seat, because you want to know what you get with the premium seat? You get snacks served to you. You get drinks served to you. You've got the bars in each of the stations, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm. It's a no-brainer. It's riding in style, and it's riding for your sanity. I'm telling you, there is no other way that you'll want to go through South Florida once you step on Brightline. Brightline, use the Brightline app. Make sure to get your tickets today. GoBrightline.com. That's Brightline and that buzzer beater train. Heat fans, it is a lifesaver. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Use the free Brightline app. He is Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken Levicka. I'll steal your pen if I want to, Tina. It's Tina Costanza. She's offered me up Crocs if I finish the marathon in under four minutes, uh, four hours and 30 minutes. Cool. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. So, Stone, how would you best sum up what today has been? Um, A great day, and it's only going to get better because I got Steve Politziner on the line. What's going on, Steve? Hey, guys. Steve. Steve. Excited for you. How are you, buddy? Thank you for calling in, man. Well, uh, it's not all often that people just run marathons, so why shouldn't everyone you've ever met call in for two hours and yeah. make it all about you yeah yeah yeah. No, i know and i um this is I, I was telling steph that it sort of feels like a farewell like i'm on my way out like either from espn west palm or just life as a whole like this is i, I this, well, it, it's it's certainly a great dry run 
for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we got a good rehearsal. Got a, yeah, finally <laughs> tuned, a finally oiled machine in case that actually does can, happen. Can, can we just record me right now saying farewell, Ken, so we can run that back? <laughs> Where, uh, uh, no, I'm saying do well, Ken. I am so proud of you. And, you know, when I said earlier just a minute ago, it's not often that people run marathons. It's certainly not often that people at ESPN 106.3 <laughs> run marathons. Uh, if you look around, you know, the, uh, the office there on, on our team. So I am, I am super proud of you. I do have a question, though, I've been wondering about. Yeah. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, the day of the Boca Bowl, you know, uh, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton uh-huh. Bowl. Yep. You woke up at like three in the morning and ran. Yeah, yeah. Had to get my miles in. And I, yeah, you know, it's amazing. And then, of course, you have a huge role. You're on the air. You're you're in the uh, uh, in the stands, like the crowd. You're like the host of the day. You have an incredible role. But my sources told me that you were not able to squeeze in a shower. Yeah. In between the fifteen mile run right. and. And working an an event like where you're on camera uh-huh. and on screen is, uh-huh. that, is that correct? That is uh, that is correct. So, I, it was an eighteen and a half mile run. Uh, in fact, I did uh, I did clean myself, but you know what I did? So I went into a stairwell in the parking garage outside of FAU Stadium, and I had what they call dude wipes. They're like they're they're just I, I don't know. I guess you could call them. You know those things you use when you have your kids. They're disinfectant wipes, basically. Yeah, they're baby yeah. wipes. But for skin, yeah, they're baby wipes. And I um I cleansed myself in the stairwell of the FAU Stadium parking garage. So there was a semblance of cleaning. And no, yeah, yeah. But and, I'm not proud. And of no it. knock on dude wipes. I know those. You know those are supposed to be great. But I mean, maybe like you could work the shower. In. Yeah, so what I'm wondering is, is this part of the superstition? Will you shower before the run? Does that you know? Some people need to get like woken up from the shower. Others, it's like, why am I going to shower? I'm just going in for a run anyway. Like the, the the shower dynamic to me. And then now knowing that you don't shower after you run and then go to work or you know go to something important. When will the shower be that day? As I'm guessing, there's some celebratory family activities that will be going on post-race. Yeah, so here's what's going to happen is I, uh, I'll, I'll take a shower as I do every morning on Saturday, uh, tomorrow. I will call a basketball game. I'm going to go home, eat. But there's no need to shower early Saturday morning. One, because i got to get up at like 2.30 or 2.45 in the morning. So I'm not going to waste my time with that. I'll go down there. I'm going to be grimy and terrible smelling anyways. And so I'll just handle that once I get home. But that does mean I'll be riding trains and in my car just absolutely awful um, in the, the aftermath of the race for about an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> and will your family want to, like, be – I mean, they'll be so proud of you. I'm sure the girls will yeah. be so proud of you. But will someone just say, like, eh, you know, Dad, uh, you know, you know, honey, maybe – Maybe you shower right when we get oh, yeah. home. Oh, no, all, of them. Like, uh, all of them. My <laughs> my my five year old Addie will say, You smell terrible. Uh Leah will say, You're sweaty and gross, and my wife is gonna stay about ten feet away from me. That's how that's gonna play out. Yeah, because Right. Is that, I, I certainly don't run, you know, fifteen mile uh workouts, but I, I I think we all can relate to when we come home from doing whatever and our families being like, you smell. Yeah. And um, your, your take, because of what you're doing, because of the incredible accomplishment that you're doing, something that so few people can do, will do, have the courage and the conviction to do, 
it's only going to mean that you're going to smell that much worse. Oh, it's going to be terrible. I mean, especially because it's going to get hotter as the day goes on. And so think about it. You're walking after you're done with the race, and maybe you go to get something to eat. Maybe you sit outdoors, and that's all going to contribute to just how terrible my hygiene is going to be after the race. So, yeah, it's going to be awful. And re- yeah, remember, there's always that, um, that period where after you work out or run, when you don't shower but you dry off, that's the deception period where you actually think that you are now clean, but you're actually, uh-huh. but you're actually not, and and the smell can just radiate at yep. that point, it kind of compound. Yeah, you're right. Because you become it immune to on you like an like an outer being. Yeah, exactly. And you become immune to your own smell, and you don't quite know what it's doing to the people around you. Exactly. We have all been there. Uh, all right, I'm getting. Uh, all right, well, that's, that's really what I wanted yeah. to. No, uh, it, you know, otherwise I know you're going to do great. I appreciate it, Steve. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll let you know how it goes on uh, on Sunday, and I'll let you know my smell situation as well. <laughs> Super proud of you. Thank you, brother. Steve Polizziner here with us on Ken LeVick Alive. Jack Daniels, what's going on here on Ken LeVick Alive? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, Cardinal Newman head coach, <laughs> former Dwyer headman Jack Daniels with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. What are you doing? I'm just calling in to wish you luck, and um, that's pretty impressive to even attempt this. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate you know, it. Yeah. You and I have known each other for a very long time, and I think you would agree that I'm a little bit off. This is not normal behavior uh, <laughs> on my part, what I'm doing. Uh, what, what, are, what is Jack Daniels doing at this point in, in your offseason? What are, what are you up to this weekend with no football? Uh, we started workouts up already, so we're, we're back in the grind of things. Um, I did talk to Steve earlier, and he said if you break four – Hours, you get the prime time slot for three hours, three <laughs> to six. <laughs> Jack, Jack is my agent, in fact, as well. Jack Daniels is my agent, so I appreciate that. Wait, so so here's uh, – you you're a big-time fisher. You like going out to, to fish and do all those things. What's the longest you've been out on a single, like, day trip fishing, just marathon day? Oh, uh, it's, it's um, probably 11 hours, oh I would say. Oh, my God. Just yeah. 11 hours on yeah. a boat with all that movement, man. You are See, that's the thing. I'm running a marathon, and I'm insane, but that's the type of thing where how do you do that? Why do you do that? <laughs> uh, it has to do with, I think, uh, some beverages to <laughs> make, make a day go a lot faster. <laughs> so. uh, that is about the perfect response I could have gotten to that. Uh, Jack, one, I appreciate you calling and wishing me luck with the marathon, and two, I appreciate you trying to uh, finagle Steve into getting three to six here. On ESPN 106. All right, so. one of my buddies is one of my buddies is running it, and he, I got him beat you. So oh, his oh, name is Brett Bill, Brett Bilma. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, that would be incredible. And and I bet I could, I could of the 500 runners, I bet I could pick them out pretty easily as well. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> Jack, well, good, good luck, Ken. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Right. That's Jack Daniels, the Cardinal Newman head man, Dwyer head coach. Boy, that would be something if Brett Bielema was running the uh, Miami Marathon. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport.
You want to check out Ballpark of the Palm Beaches for spring training. I have faith it's getting going. I have faith it's going to be here. I have faith because I want to get out to the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Single-game tickets are on sale now. It is the home of the American League champion Houston Astros, the home of the Washington Nationals. It is the Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Beautiful 360-degree sight lines, the concourse, the food, the drink, the afternoon baseball, spring training is the absolute best military and senior ticket discount days for all the information on that visit ballparkpalmbeaches.com big games include a world series rematch with the braves and the astros march 12th march 18th the yankees come in march 21st here come the red sox and the mets in west palm six times at the ballpark of the palm beaches go to ballparkpalmbeaches.com the ballpark of the palm beaches Stone, what else are we doing now? You're you're in charge. I'm just sitting back, okay? I am running the shit. Pat Lawler, you're on Ken Levick Alive. <laughs> Pat Lawler, how are you, sir? Run, Ken, run. <laughs> Our sports agent and sports law insider, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Also, really, really, really good friend of mine, and I appreciate it. So, uh, it's basically been a show where uh, the people who either work with me or I've known for a long time, or people in media who have become much more successful than I, they've called in to, uh, to, to wish me good luck. And so, that, that's basically been the show, Pat. So, you're really going to be the first bastion of any sort of like sports focus we've had today so thank you well i, I want to talk about the fat guy from that's my boy winning the uh, marathon for uh <laughs> winning some money for ryan <laughs> <laughs> oh god what well, so wait you've ran a marathon right i did i ran uh, multiple halves and then i ran the disney marathon and unfortunately uh mile marker 1920 ate me up and gobbled me out but i did finish uh, we had a front come through, dropping sixty degrees to forty degrees in oh. twenty mile hour winds. Oh, that is so brutal. That is the body brutal. did not handle it well, yeah. aka cramps. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine that is absolutely brutal. I don't think I'm going to have that type of weather problem uh, on Sunday there uh, in Miami. I do want to pick your brain real quick. Uh, sure. Again, our sports law insider and our sports agent insider Pat Lawler uh, here on ESPN 106.3 Ken Levick alive again. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, the. Free consultation want to lawyer up.com taking care of all your personal injury matters getting you the compensation you deserve decades of trial experience it's lawler and associates and spent a long time as an nfl agent patrick peterson and tyron matthew were just a couple of your clients and i want to ask about tyron matthew because he's once again a finalist for the walter payton man of the year he is a finalist he has done so much good work in his career uh big time philanthropist but I, I still think people think about him, Pat, as the Tyron Matthew who was a question mark and a, quote, character concern coming out of LSU. What was it like with him heading into the draft, heading out of college and into his professional football career? It, it was a tough road for him. I mean, it, 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 it's never been uh, anything like it where you're a Heisen Trophy candidate one year and then you're dismissed from the team the next. Uh, we won't get into all the details of the dismissal, but he was he was going through a difficult time. I mean, there's no question about his ability as a football player, and everybody can see that now, and that's what disappointed him the most. Is you had guys like Bill Polian on the uh, draft night saying he wouldn't even draft him because he wasn't a good teammate, which means Bill Polian knew, knew nothing yeah. about Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Nothing about him. Uh, you can't be surprised with how long he's been able to stay in the league then. You believed in him, uh, and uh, I, I feel like, 
those who were in his corner as he entered the league, this is not a surprise, his longevity and, and how much value he's provided to teams he's been on. Yeah, I mean, he uh, when he went with the, the Cardinals, his play spoke for itself. Unfortunately, he got injured both knees uh, the one year with Houston, and now what he's done is a leadership with uh, the Chiefs. Uh, he is... He's a really good guy. I mean, for people who don't know him, I think they're seeing his philanthropy, his commitment to his kids. Um, he, he is somebody who is always uh, mistaken for what he does and what he believes in, but the people around him know that he's a heck of a guy, and he will give you literally the shirt off his back. That's the kind of guy he is. Uh, here with Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, uh, longtime NFL agent. Again, Patrick Peters and Tyron Matthew, just a couple of his clients. And he has your back with your personal injury matters. WantToLawyerUp.com, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, the consultation is free. WantToLawyerUp.com. Uh, we talked with Mike Tannenbaum. He's at the Senior Bowl earlier uh, this week. We talked to him on Wednesday from Mobile. What's the Senior Bowl like for agents and for players alike those couple of days? It's, it's uh, incredible because rarely do you have an opportunity where in the stands, particularly when they practice at the field, the stadium, every uh, team, including the owner, all their personnel and coaches are in the stand in their own little areas. Uh, I did one of the unique things with Patrick Peterson when he was a junior. I took him to the Senior Bowl, and we went up and literally met with every team. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and he actually had, you know, meetings or just that people just wanted to talk to him that night when he was there as a junior, but... We just went there really because we were dealing a deal with Nike, and then we went out. And uh, the agents, uh, if they know the coaches and the personnel, are able to see them at the stadium. You don't want to try and interrupt them when they're in the middle of evaluating talent. But that that night, Mobile is a ghost town, as you probably know if you've been there, Ken. Yep. yep. Uh, after hours, um, yep. but in terms of the agents, it's a smorgasbord of doing all types of work with them, talking about players you have players that are with the team, what do they think? It's a really, people don't understand how important the Senior Bowl is relations between existing players, new players, and their agents. And then uh, one more here, uh, because Mike McDaniel, the 49ers offensive coordinator, is interviewing with the Dolphins today. It's his second interview. So they're asking him a lot of questions. But if you're the agent of Mike McDaniel and you start possibly discussing contracts, uh, what kind of questions do you have for the Dolphins, considering now they're the subject of the biggest story in the NFL, and that is this class action Brian Flores lawsuit? I think it's tough for somebody like McDaniel. I would say just go into it as if nothing's really happened. Okay. I mean, okay. You're there to be uh, the, the future coach of the Dolphins and the, to coach the player. What's going on, unfortunately, with Brian Flores and, the, and uh, Ross and everybody else, that's something outside of any new coach's uh, uh, area to discuss, but it's something he's going to have to deal with. It's going to be a tough road, whoever is coming in, unfortunately, because as we talked about last time, Ken, I don't think uh, Ross is going to make it through this as owner. Yeah, yeah, it is tough. But you say Mike McDaniel comes in, there's the prospect of being a head coach, just go ahead and conduct the job interview like you would anyways and, and, and really just sort of stay away from the things on the outside. Yeah, and I believe that if Greer and those guys, even Ross, are talking to him, uh, they're not going to get into it. That's something that they don't want to get into. They want to see if he's the capable guy to run the team. I, I like the Dolphins' future, and uh, they need to get somebody in there because they're being handed a pretty good plate of players, in my opinion. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I think there's definitely something to work with there. Pat, awesome stuff. I appreciate uh, the uh, uh, the the well wishes for, uh, for Sunday, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, brother? All right, lots of goo. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Got to don't want to chafe. I appreciate that. Thank you, Pat. Right, Good luck, buddy. Pa- thank you, buddy. Pat Lawler, right. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation, Lawler and Associates. Oh, uh, Brian McLovin Rowitz. Oh, hi. Here. Hey, buddy. How does anyone sit in the seat? This is very awkward. I don't know. And the, the microphone is just a yeah. complete mess. <laughs> um, I don't know. By the way. Evan first... Cohen is on now with us, too. Oh, look oh. at that. Double dip. Hey, hey, it's Evan Cohen. Yeah, I think I've been on hold longer than it'll take for you to complete the marathon. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad to be a part of it. Uh, I think Steve blew up the format, which is not at all surprising. Yeah, that's not a shock at all. I'm now rooting against you, Ken. I want you to know that. As proud of you as I am, I've been on hold. This communication has been horrible. I'm now rooting against you. I would like you to know that. <laughs> Pat Lawler did a good job there. I enjoyed the interview. I did happen to hear him last week with the Mike Tannenbaum thing. I mean, sorry, with the uh, Stephen Ross thing as well. But now, um, as great of an accomplishment as this is, and I met Ken before anybody at ESPN West Palm, so I knew how much of a schlub he was when he first arrived at this company. And I am proud of you, and this takes an amazing amount of dedication. I don't understand your lack of showering prior to the Boca Bowl after you ran. Yeah, you were That's mortified story, by that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I am mortified. And I, I got COVID just a few weeks after that, and I think I got it from you. So thank you. I really appreciate all of it. Uh, but best of luck on Sunday, Ken. I, I, so, so are you rooting for me to, like, pull a hamstring at, like, mile 13? Is that what's happening here now? Because, because you are on hold for, what, the equivalent of, like, 11.55 or 5.55? Is that what happened? I was literally – this is not this is not a joke. Yeah, I was on hold longer than – I have it factually – than my hits at 11.55 and 5.55. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, uh, so Here's what I'm rooting for. Here's what I'm rooting for. Okay. No, okay. And I've heard the show in and out today, so I haven't heard if this was brought up, but I'll bring it up. The single best ESPN West Palm-related marathon story in the history of the station is not that, that my wife ran the New York City Marathon mm-hmm. or John Martin ran a marathon or a portion of a marathon. It is that the, a marathon in Palm Beach County years ago that Jeremy Marsh Pelt, JMP, got lost running a marathon. <laughs> this is not a joke. He got lost. Brian remembers. He got lost. It was a it was a relay kind of marathon. My wife, Stephanie Prince, and someone else, and I don't remember who the other person was, was was part of this. And JMP got lost. That is so hard to do. <laughs> Everything is marked. They have people that tell you where to go. There's cones and arrows, and he. But if you were to ask me what one person at ESPN West Palm could run an organized race and get lost doing it, it would be him. That's right. That's right. And I should surprise you that Steph's on. the one that brought that up already. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, we're on the same, same stuff. Um, I'm going to give you one piece of advice, and then I'll get, get out of the way. Okay? okay? And this is, you know, from one runner to another. I ran two miles today. Similar. You'll have a two in the mileage you'll run on Sunday. Um, I heard an interview with a Navy SEAL, the Navy SEAL who um, killed bin Laden. Okay. okay. With Howard Stern years ago. Yeah. And Howard was asking him, and I'm being actually very serious with you right now. Howard was asking him about the training and how difficult it was and how hard that grueling thing was. And the guy said that his captain or whoever it was that would train him said to all of them all the time, if you want to quit, quit tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's the advice. As hard as it's going to be, because it's going to be hard, yeah. quit tomorrow. Don't quit Sunday, quit Monday. It's great advice. And I mean from ESPN West Palm. <laughs> well, no, best of luck, Ken. Uh, I, I cannot believe how long I was on hold. What a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, this is great. Uh, awesome to be a part of it. Brian, you have nothing to do on a Friday. You can just bounce in there. My God. It's early. Did you ask Bielema about Flores, Brian? Did you do that? No, it's a different time. That's not why we had him on. 
Uh, by he was the- on the same staff with him. <laughs> by the way, Jack Daniels, the Cardinal Newman head coach, called in, and uh, him and Brett Bielema are, are very close, and he told a story to me that I relayed to Bielema about them going on a fishing trip many years ago uh, where there was a crab that they placed on a drunk, passed-out Brett Bielema in a boat, and it latched itself to Brett Bielema's nipple, and he had to go to the hospital. Um, for that, and uh, Jack Daniels had me ask Brett Bielema about that at Big Ten Media Days in the fall on the air. And so, and Jack, did he answer it? He did answer it. He said, yes, there are factual parts to that story. There are factual uh, parts. It's so good. Uh, but right. he, he also said that Brett Bielema was running the Miami Marathon, so I said I'd look out for him. <laughs> yeah, in a car. <laughs> yeah. uh, he would definitely stand out. Thank you, Evan. We'll, we'll hear you at 555. Uh, Jimmy Butler Love Fest, the 555, by the way. Thank you, Ken. Best of luck on Sunday. All right. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Evan Cohen, again, you'll hear him at 555. So now, uh, wait, who is, who is <laughs> Coquel's joining the party. Coquel. <laughs> Coquel, don't you have teaching to do? If you don't win this race, I'm putting featuring Coquel back on the show. That's <laughs> so, all I'm saying. So uh, my, my, my former co-host here on Ken Levick Alive, Chris Coquel, now the Fort Pierce Westwood head football coach. Uh, you have definitely uh, gone on to, to better things. What are you doing at 1.50 in the afternoon? Don't you guide young people at this time? Ken, I heard you had a big race, so I needed to call in and tell you about our 2023 linebacker, Bryce Haynes, at Fort Pierce Westwood. Check it out. He's a great recruit. <laughs> uh, I'll hit him up on Huddle now. You know, uh, and by the way, Jeanette Javier in here as well. So it's Stone Lebanowitz, Jeanette Javier, Brian mclevin Rhodes, and, and Coquel joining us here. Uh, you tweeted me last night. you really downgraded. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But you said you better, you better win this race. So I'm not winning this race. I'm probably going to hopefully cross the finish line in some capacity could be crawling could be sliding um but there's no winning this race why why someone's gonna win why not you yeah if you're not first you're last that's a good point Coquel. (laughs) honestly your kids would be embarrassed of you you're going into a race to lose great parenting ken well yeah kids you know what you should do try to lose things no, no. Okay, first of all, <laughs> this is not good coaching. This is not a good message that you're sending to your future Fort Pierce Westwood players here. Okay, and also, my kids are already asking me, "Are you going to win the race?" And I'm trying to find ways to tell them like it's not like that. But I also don't want them to think I'm a sucker and a loser, right? And I don't know how to answer it. I'm like, oh, I'll probably get a medal. Like that's how I've I've sidestepped all of this. Two things on that, Ken. One, they're going to figure out that you're a sucker and a loser eventually. <laughs> yeah, you might as well right. just rip the band-aid off now. Yeah. So just, the rules should be over at my house and my kids. If they lose their flag football games, they don't eat lunch that day. So that's what they should do to you. If you win this race, you don't get to eat tomorrow. I mean, the that's other rule, like I'm sure you live by, it's okay to lie to the kids. Like you tell them you won with the medal. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Young kids are so stupid. Yeah. I lie to my kids all the time. Uh, you're getting an insight into Coquel's interview uh, that he had with Fort Pierce Westwood for that head coaching position, by the way. Uh, the, unbelievable, Coquel. By the way, uh, Jeanette is here. Jeanette, uh, how did you – so uh, McLovin set this up, apparently. Eh, I, I was part, so the hardest part about this, and Jeanette will appreciate this, is they came to me with a list saying, hey – can you come up with some names of people that Ken likes? <laughs> so, Thank you. Why am, I, why am I here? Well, that's, I didn't suggest either of you <laughs> yeah, guys wait, just to throw that out there. I, I got his wife and his mom. And then I was stumped for a while. And I actually don't think that Coquel would have been on that list. He right. just decided to call. Like, right. Coquel doesn't care. He's crashing the party. Yeah, yeah I was calling in to talk about Stephen Ross and if he's going to get rid of Tua. And then Evan was talking about a marathon, so I figured I'd join in. Yeah, I was going to say, Coquel's like, what's this marathon nonsense? I want to talk about Tua. Um, uh, yeah, but... but but so when when my wife was on, 
uh, I was like, who? So did Stone actually reach out to you? And then she blew the whole thing up. She's like, no, it was it was Brian. <laughs> so I was, feeling, I was feeling so good, and she yeah. blew the whole operation. Yeah. So Coquel, we thought, or I thought initially that that Stone set all of this up. I was like, wow, what an outstanding producer. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. I mean, that, what an incredible yeah. job. How did he organize all this? Yeah, but man. there's no way Coquel that he right. would ever done anything like that. He did nothing. And you should know by now. Producers on this show just aren't good. Yeah, I'm on. I set the mold. I'm on. I'm on producers' co-host number three right now. So, and the show's not even a year old. So we're just rolling, man. We. What are you doing right now? Are you driving? Yeah, I almost crashed. Fine, but it was funny joke. I guess. I thought you were supposed to be teaching. Oh God, that's a good point, Elsa. Oh, oh. uh, By the way, Jack Daniels called Cardinal Newman head coach. Are you going to get him on the schedule at Fort Pierce Westwood? Yeah, he doesn't want any of it. Bring it, Jack. Find me. <laughs> sources tell me, and by sources, I mean a coach texts me asking for Coquel's number, saying he might be avoiding them. Just throw that out there. Not not Newman, but someone else. This is juicy. If it was Treasure Coast, they asked me. I told him I was busy. I didn't even find out what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, uh, this, I don't know who Coquel is. Bye. Hang up. Uh, Coquel, I love So, wait, do you teach anymore today, or is it like workouts? No, I'm done for the day. I'm heading over to Westwood now because I'm still teaching at Port St. Lucie till the 15th. Okay. I'm heading over now for workouts, Ken. But my one piece of advice for you uh-huh. before I go, just make sure you run further than Tua can throw. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Won't be hard. <sighs> All right. Go, to, go, go teach. Go teach. Run the 40. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Coquel. All right, don't lose, Ken. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> coach Chris Coquel, I still can't believe that he leads young people, the head coach so at weird. Fort Pierce Westwood. Uh, Dean gave me the advice, Jeanette. Uh, if I go to the bathroom on myself, just keep running. Mm-hmm. Get, get, Run down advice. the list of incentives you got today. Uh, oh, and so get this. So I hate Crocs. I hate Crocs shoes. Stone loves them. They're terrible. I love them. They're I have for, three pairs. Woo! They're for kindergartners. <laughs> Air five. No, they're not. Bam. When you walk on your feet bartending, they were godsend. Living life, they're got water sports, Get soft in sneakers. the house, everything. Nobody wants to see the your feet through the holes in your stupid Crocs. Jeanette, he could run a marathon, put him in four-wheel drive, they, and get going. Bye. You want right. to win? Put a pair of Crocs. <laughs> so that's another thing. I had no idea when you put the strap on your heel, it's called four-wheel drive. McLovin, isn't it's that the most time. obnoxious thing <laughs> imaginable? Yeah, it seems pretty fitting for those Crocs, though. It seems par for the I course. I mean, just the absolute worst. But if I finish in under four and a half hours, Tina says she has bought me a pair of Crocs. And what do you call the things you stick in, like, the holes of the Crocs? Gibbets. <laughs> I hate Crocs so much. <laughs> she has one that it'll be have like a microphone and it'll spell out Ken. So that's my incentive to finish in under four and a half hours. I'll get you a dolphin one. Dolphin. Oh, that's very, very cute. <laughs> what are they called again? I think it's gibbets, not gibbets. I hate that. Gibbets. I absolutely hate that. Not giblets. No, gibbets. Like, gibbets. That's so stupid. Um, uh, so whatever. I'm an idiot. This is what I've chosen to do is run a marathon on a weekend, first weekend since August with no football. Well, what I hope, my hope for you is that it's a very interesting run and that some plot and storyline comes out of it. So they maybe they'll create a movie wow. out of it. And then I can see said movie and absolutely destroy said what movie. What could possibly wow. happen that would be some <laughs> inspirational tale? She like, doesn't care. She's just thinking from her own standpoint. Yeah. So absolutely. she had another segment. Maybe you get stuck in the porter potty for a couple hours oh and they God. need to save you. Bro. So here's the problem. And I know this is going to happen. Like around like mile 14 or 15, I'm going to like have the urge to have to use the, the bathroom. It's a four hour race. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a matter of, uh, and, and uh, marketing director Courtney and, 
and Tina have made me a sign that says "Run, Ken, Run." I appreciate that. Tina's dancing. I wrote you running is dumb Courtney. on it. Running absolutely is dumb. But there's always this this urge for normal people to have to uh, use the porta potty, and so I am planning. I've already looked on the course where they are around that time, and I'm trying to figure out how to make it the most efficient trip possible so I don't waste too much time doing it. So that's part of my reality on Sunday is that. I do have to ask also, my wife wants us to go down there and support him. (laughs) I'm very anti it. Does this count? Like, is this sufficient? Like, me being here, set some people up. Do not do that. You want to drive all the way down to Miami? I don't want to. Yeah, don't do that. I don't want to. Thank you, marketing director Courtney. I appreciate it. Theo actually had the best advice. That's so yes, nice. Yes, I agree. Theo's I like Theo's, Theo's advice. Theo, Theo yeah, Theo's advice, Theo's advice is as soon as they, they fire off the gun, run as fast as I can <laughs> so there might be pictures of me leading the race for the six <laughs> seconds I'm going to be leading the race. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> that way I can just show people, see, I had the lead at some point. That's for your kids. For yeah, your, for, for your daughters. Them, I won. This was at the finish line. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so, uh, Jeanette, if, if I, I don't make it, if I perish, the show is yours. You can take the show after that. It'll be you and Stone. Oh, okay, for the rest we got of time. it. McLovin, got it. thank you so much for organizing this. I did not expect it. I didn't do much. It was super fun. Big bomb. Tell your wife, <laughs> tell your wife, do not. Tell your wife, do not. You don't have to go to Miami. I've tried that. You know that my word doesn't mean anything. I will oh, see you Sunday God. morning. <sighs> Marketing director Courtney, thank you. The sign is very, very sweet. I appreciate it. Uh, Tina, thanks for the Crocs, I guess. I guess I have to earn them. Uh, that'll do it. Thanks Thank for listening. Papa, thanks for coming. Have fun at your race. These are my girls. Uh, they they yeah, even had my girls. Have fun on your race and please get a medal. Yeah, please get a medal. See, that's the thing. Just doing it's not good enough. <laughs>